Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. Thank you so much for joining me once again for Bible Tracked Echoes. I'm in, it almost feels like quaint surroundings. Behind me, I have this old-fashioned trailer. Uh, we're in the RV park here at camp. We're partway into another week. Uh, having a wonderful time. A lot of young people, a lot of great decisions made. Last night, we had four young people, four or five four or five young people uh, publicly announce that they've accepted Christ as their savior. What a joy, and that's what it's all about. I was talking to a nice couple down the way, on the way back to the trailer the other day, and they, they made mention of the true fact that if just one young person out of the 900, almost 1,000 that we'll be able to invest in over the four weeks that I'm here in Butler, Pennsylvania, if just one person comes to know Christ, has their life changed, it will all be worth it. And that's very true. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. I'm thankful for the prayers that each of you pray and the fact that it is your prayers that are the, the engine room, the powerhouse. Uh, there's so much that we do at Bible Tracks. There's so much about the ministry that can't be explained by dollars and cents, can't be uh, reasoned with, uh, with logic. Uh, we do things, but with good business principles. We're not uh, unwise, certainly. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the power of the gospel, this is one of our core values, the power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. All that to say, I'm thankful for you. We're in the book of Mark chapter number 5. The book of Mark chapter 5, we're going to look at verses number 21 through 24. We're making good time. One of these days, we may actually get to the end of the book of Mark. Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 25. Before we dive into that, let me say, as always, uh, we'd love to see you for our open house. We've made this kind of a yearly thing, but this year it'll be September 30th. We'd love to see you there in Odell, Illinois. I'm looking forward to going back home soon. I'm enjoying my time. We always enjoy our time away. Our motor home is uh, working admirably. We're having uh, no massive issues for which we are grateful, but I'm looking forward to going home. I enjoy seeing friends, but I, I like sleeping in my own bed, you know? I'd love to see you there at our open house. Just a one-day thing, about four hours, September 30th from 1 to 5 p.m. If you need more information, you can text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that number, one more time, real slow, is 309-316-7240. Zero. Now, before we jump into the Bible, I do need to ask you, pray for my voice, having just a little bit of a scratchy throat the last little while. It's been lingering, sticking with me, and drinking some tea, and taking some cough drops by the dozens. So pray we have no issues and that this goes away. Got a lot of preaching coming up here in the very near future. Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 24. The Bible says this. And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed and she shall live. 
And when Jesus went with him, and Jesus went with them, and much people followed him and thronged him. We see this account, Jairus or Jairus, depending on how you pronounce it. But this man, a ruler, a man with power, a man with prestige, a man that likely already had access through his riches, through what uh, he had been blessed with just financially, to the best physicians, the best, the best medicine of the day. And yet he went to God. He went to Christ. He went to the king. And that's the thought for today. I've got to get to the king you know, this ruler here, <clears throat> we've alluded to his station in life. Of course, we know that there were many poor people, many sick people, many with diseases, many that were down and out, many that did not have means that came to Jesus because they had, it was so easy for them to come to the end of themselves. But more rarely, not completely unusual, but more rarely would a rich person come to Jesus. And most certainly it was rare for a rich person to come to Jesus publicly. Zacchaeus, he was rich, but he was climbed up in a tree hoping to avoid. He wanted to be there. He didn't want to get too close, and Jesus noticed him. Of course, Nicodemus came to him by night. But Jairus, Jairus, he came to Jesus in view of all with many people around him and said, Master, God, Jesus, I need your help. It's very likely, if you're listening to this, the vast majority of the radio stations that play this broadcast and many of our listeners on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify and the podcasts and Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, VCY America, the, the radio network, FBN, WGVD, WVGV, the Bible Truth Radio. And if I missed one, text me and let me know. There's many others I know, WYTJ and others. But it's very likely if you're listening to this broadcast in America, relative to the rest of the world, you are of means. What do I mean by that? Well, the average American makes somewhere north of about $30,000 or so. Uh, maybe more than that these days with inflation, very likely is 32, 33. That may even be the federal, the, the poverty line, I think is somewhere around 14 or 15, 17, somewhere around that. And forgive me for not knowing them right offhand. I say all that to say this, that if you took what the average American makes, even if you took the, Ameri the, the American at the poverty line, whatever that may be, and you put them uh, just randomly almost anywhere else in the world, they would be one of the top earners, one of the richest people in the average country. I've told you this before, but I, I came, uh, I went to uh, Burma, Southeast Asia, and Myanmar, and there'd be orphanages where every child would get a handful of rice every other day. One meal, I can't even call it a meal hardly. We eat more than that as a snack, don't we? Grab a bag of chips, and that would, that's almost the same amount as a handful of rice. And we'll eat that plus four or five meals in a day. What my point is this, I believe one of the reasons that America is in the state that it is is because we are very comfortable and as a result, we don't see as much of a need to get to the king like we should. Friend, if we were wise, if we were truly cognizant of where we were, who we were, that which we do not have to offer, we'd be much quicker, much keener to get to the king. My question for you is, when was the last time you ran to the king? 
I think of Jairus. I think of the fact that he was coming on behalf of his daughter. I have two girls. Emmy just turned six not long ago. She's got a loose tooth. She's working on it right now. I think it may be her first loose tooth. Maybe some people get, get them at four or five, but she's six now, just turned, and she's got that loose tooth. She's working on it, and I've got to decide what I'm going to set. Am I going to pay her for these teeth? If so, how much am I going to pay? Because that's going to get expensive over 20-something teeth or whatever. But got these daughters, these two girls. One's a little loose tooth, Emmy, and then Lucy. Well, she, we love her. We love both of them. They're awesome. If I knew that they were sick, sick nigh unto death, and I knew the only way to save them, the only way for them to be helped, was to go to the king. To go to one who is higher, mightier, more powerful than I. Would I do so? I would hope so. You know, truthfully, every problem of life, even those that we think are in our power, they really aren't. We aren't promised another breath to fill our lungs. We're promised nothing. We deserve hell. And yet the King, Christ Almighty, He left the splendors of heaven, came down to earth. See, how foolish is it for you and I when the King came so far to us that we wouldn't say, you know, I'm going to go the last little bit to Him. You know, the king, I keep calling him that because he is. He's the king of kings, capital K, king of little k, kings. He came to me. You know that song, he came to me when the Savior reached down for me? Years I spent in vanity and pride, knowing not. Oh, friend, I tell you, years I spent in vanity and pride, but at Calvary. Oh, there my burdened soul. Oh, uh, friend, I ask you, have you gone to the king? Jairus, he didn't let his riches fool him. He didn't let his station keep him from the king. Let me ask you today, if you've never gone to the king, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, could be and should be the day of salvation. There's just four simple things you must understand. I explained them to a young man after the morning service at the church I just preached at. He raised his hand and said, I don't know where I'm going. And I got to sit down with my Bible and show him that number one, every man, every woman, every child is a sinner. You and me, I'm not putting myself on some kind of pedestal. I am a sinner, most certainly. Friend, you are as well. Number two, there's a penalty for our sin. Because we are sinners, we can never enter the holy place that heaven is. We are destined, bound for a place called hell. And that's why the king came. That's why Jesus Christ came, was born of a virgin, was laid in a manger, lived 33 sinless years and died on a cross. The king humbled himself for you and for me. That's where the good news starts. Number one, we're sinners. Number two, there's a penalty for sin. Number three, Jesus Christ, the king, paid that penalty. He's the only one that could. Number four, all you must do is accept him. My question today is this. Will you go to the king? Will you, or will you ignore that sacrifice? I hope not. I ask your friend, please, before it's eternally too late, you could pray a prayer just like this. The words don't save you. It's 
believing in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, the death, burial, and resurrection. You could pray a prayer like this. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know the penalty for my sin is in eternity in hell. But I know you paid the penalty. Will you please save me? Will you take me to heaven when I die? Thank you for dying on the cross, being buried, and living again. Thank you for salvation. Amen. If you prayed a prayer like that, I'd love to hear from you. You can text me right now at this number, 309-316-7240. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for His glory. I look forward to talking to you soon. We'll have more from the book of Mark from camp here in the very near future. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.